The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumbo Casino on Online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumbo Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience and have more meaningful conversations, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Now, if you want to get 10% off your order right now, you can go to poddex.com and type in coupon code, what's the code? Larry21. Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com. Take your podcast to the next level. Welcome to the True Crime Never Sleeps podcast. We dive into stories of true crime from unsolved cold cases to historic kidnapping to gangsters and beyond. We are your source for true crime. We thank you for listening. Welcome to the True Crime Never Sleeps podcast. I am your host, Larry Lace. Today we're diving into serial killer Dennis Nilsson and how he was finally caught on an all-new episode of Shit Out of Luck. First, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Pondex, for sponsoring this episode. You can save 10% off your order at Pondex.com by using the promo code Larry21. And before we dive in, we'd also like to remind you that you can be part of the show by sending us a voicemail at 682-305-0483. Now let's dive right into Shit Out of Luck, Dennis Nelson. Known in the press as the Muswell Hill murderer, Scottish-born serial killer, Dennis Nielsen tormented young men and boys who live in the North London area from 1978 to 1983. Nelson is believed to have murdered at least 12 people, although he confessed to having closer to 15 or 16 victims, many of whom may have been homeless or otherwise vulnerable. His killing spree began in late 1978 while he was living at 195 Melrose Avenue in North London. Nelson would often pick up his victims in pubs, convince them to come back with him to his home where he would strangle them, and eventually burn or bury their bodies in the back garden. In 1982, Nilsson moved to the top floor of 23 Cranley Gardens in Muswell Hill. He continued his depraved killing spree, although he no longer had access to a back garden. Without a convenient place to dispose of his bodies, Nilsson began cutting up the remains and flushing them down the toilet. As a result, Nilsson's crimes were finally brought to an end, thanks to a plumber named Michael Catran. In 1983, 
He was employed by the plumbing service Dino Rod and was sent to 23 Cranley Gardens on February 8, 1983, responding to repeated complaints from re residents in the building that their drains were, were blacked. Once he opened up the pipes in the building, he discovered what he described to the Daily Mirror as, quote, lumps of fresh the size of my fist and strips of flesh that looked as though they had been cut from an arm. I was trying to think what sort of animal it could be as I was prodding around. I thought it obviously not a dog. There's no fur. It's not a chicken. Not that much of it. It was all bruised up, and eventually I got to thinking that it had to be a body. According to Murderpedia, Nelson, in a last-ditch attempt to escape detection, spent that night underneath the manhole, clearing the remains from the drains. However, this only raised suspicion when Katran returned the next day with his boss to find the bulk of the remains suddenly gone. They alerted the authorities, who uncovered the remaining scraps of flesh, as well as human bone that had been left in the drain. Once the pathologist David Bowen confirmed the remains were human, police returned to Cranley Gardens to arrest Nielsen. Nielsen readily confessed to the crimes, even directing detectives to garbage bags full of human body parts stored around his apartment. Dennis Nielsen was sentenced to life imprisonment on six counts of murder and two charges of attempted murder. He remained in prison at Full Sutton Maximum Security Prison until his death in 2018. But now the question you may have is, how many victims did serial killer Dennis Nielsen really have? Like many serial killers before and after him, Dennis Nielsen appeared to be a mild-mannered civil servant when he was arrested at his home in North London in October 1983. As we previously said, the arrest came after a plumber arrived to fix a clogged drain and found evidence of human remains in the man's apartment. As reported by the Herald, when asked if the remains belonged to one or two people, Nielsen chillingly replied, quote, 15 or 16 since 1978. Nielsen was born in Aberdeenshire, Scotland in 1945. His parents divorced when he was young, and he grew up living with his mother, two siblings, and grandparents. He formed a close bond with his grandfather and was bereft when he died. Nielsen said the unexpected loss and the viewing of the body in its casket are the roots of his problem. A shy and lonely child, Nielsen realized he was gay as a teenager and felt shame and guilt. Indeed, homosexuality was illegal in Scotland until 1980. So he would have been painfully aware that his attraction to other men were at the time literally crimes. Dennis Nielsen eventually joined the British Army, where he served as a cook and butcher in the Army Catering Corps. After leaving the service in 1972, he entered police training, where he was reportedly fascinated by morgue visits and autopsy bodies and went on to become a recruiter. He was questioned by the police in 1973 when a friend claimed Nielsen had taken pictures of him while he was sleeping. Nielsen apparently had to be hospitalized with a breakdown after the friend confronted him. Nielsen murdered his first victim on December 29, 1978. He met the man at a pub, and the two returned to Nielsen's apartment and spent the night together. The next morning, desperate to keep the man from leaving his apartment, Nielsen strangled the victim and drowned him in a bucket of water. Nielsen then washed the corpse and put it in his bed where he attempted necrophilia and slept next to the body before hiding it under his floorboards for several months. He eventually buried the remains in his backyard, thus beginning a pattern. In October of 1979, a student went to the police and reported that Nielsen had attempted to strangle him during a bondage session, but nothing came of it. 
Two months later, Dennis Nelson killed a second man after meeting him in a pub. The second murder was nearly identical to the first, with Nelson removing the man's body from beneath the floorboards on occasion to talk with him as if he were still alive. Nelson killed again in May of 1980 when he brought home a homeless or a houseless, excuse me, 16-year-old boy. The murders of a 27-year-old sex worker and a 24-year-old orphan with learning disabilities followed. In 1981, Nelson had killed 12 people, but only the above-mentioned four could be identified. Nelson later told authorities that he went into a killing trance when murdering people and actually freed seven people before killing them because he was able to snap out of the trance. When he was finally arrested in 1983, Nelson was charged with a total of 15 murders. And like we said, he moved from his apartment at Melrose Avenue to a new apartment at Cronley Gardens, where he killed three more men between 1982 and 1983. And now, on to the truth about his childhood. Serial killers have often been themselves victims of horrific childhood trauma. Indeed, as psychiatry advisor reports, the case files of multiple serial killers are filled with narratives about physical, psychological, and sexual abuse. For example, Richard and the Night Stalker Ramirez, Otis Toll, and Henry Lee Lucas were known to have been horrifically abused as children. Other serial killers had difficult childhoods as well, albeit absent the horrific abuse some of their peers endured. For example, Jeffrey Dahmer had a happy childhood until he had a hernia operation, after which he became withdrawn and isolated. One of Britain's most infamous serial killers falls into the latter category. Dennis Nilsson wasn't known to have suffered abuse as a child, according to Mir. However, his formative years were difficult, as he dealt with the trauma of an absentee father and the death of his grandfather, the only paternal figure he had at a very young age. Dennis Nilsson described his childhood, childhood as loveless. Dennis Nilsson was born in 1945, according to the mirror, the son of a Scottish mother and a Norwegian father. His dad, a soldier and a reported alcoholic, had little to do with his family. According to the Press and Journal, by the time Dennis was four, his father had completely walked out on his wife and three children. Dennis came to idolize his maternal grandfather, Andrew White. Unfortunately for the young boy, he died two years later, and according to the Scotsman, Nelson's mother mishandled her father's death. Specifically, she supposedly made the young boy view the dead body of his grandfather before explaining to him what had happened. That purportedly instilled him, in him a fascination with death and corpses. <clears throat> Later, while active as a murderer, Nelson was believed to have committed acts of necrophilia against the corpses of his victims. Afterward, Nelson described his formative years as loveless. As his biographer, Russ Coffey, described it, he was, quote, like a dog that had never been patted. Further, Nelson's mother remarried, and Nelson came to resent the attention paid to his siblings and half-siblings. And now on to the death of serial killer Dennis Nelson. Dennis Nielsen admitted to killing 15 men and boys throughout North London in the 70s and 80s before his eventual capture and life imprisonment. Interest in Nielsen, particularly his writings and recordings, which have been made into a movie and autobiography, 
in an upcoming season of the hit Netflix show Making a Murder has risen dramatically over the last few years. Nelson died in prison on May 12, 2018, at the age of 72. The public interest in Nelson's death found that the killer's last moments were agonizing and humiliating, even though his official cause of death was attributed to natural causes. Nelson, who sat with the bodies of his victims before dismembering and leaving them stuffed on their floorboards or in his wardrobe, was himself left to rot in his final hours after a botched surgery and a brutal, ironic twist of fate. Dennis Nielsen was taken to hospital with abdominal pains two days before his passing, according to the BBC. He underwent surgery, but suffered a blood clot, and the complications would eventually kill him. His medical cause of death was a pulmonary embolism, where a blood clot travels to the lung and retroperitoneal hemorrhage, or internal bleeding. Nielsen had been left, quote, deteriorating for two and a half hours after the surgery. Returned to his cell, Nelson's last few days were spent in extraordinary, excruciating pain. He had suffered an abdominal aneurysm and was left to lie in his own filth in his jail cell as he died. This was all despite his initial treatment being equal to what he would have received as a free man. It was a terrible fate for a man who had dished out terrible fates to at least a dozen innocent men and boys. And that is all we have for this episode of Shit Out of Luck on the True Crown Never Sleeps podcast. Let us know your thoughts on this man. Um, do you think something should have been done as he was suffering and agonizing in pain? Or should he have been left there to rot in his own filth? Let us know in the comment section below. As always, hit that like button, hit the subscribe button. And remember, if you want to support the show and help us grow, you can buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash TCNS. Your support helps the channel grow, uh, upgrade our equipment, travel to true crime scenes, potentially in Europe and abroad. But probably planning to start in the U.S. But also, it'll help us be able to pay our researcher, um, our writers, bring in new hosts, bring in guests. Your support helps make that all possible. Thank you for listening and watching, and we'll see you next time. You have been listening to the True Crime Never Sleeps Podcast. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on Facebook at True Crime Never Sleeps Podcast and on Twitter at True Crime NS. And follow us on Instagram at True Crime Never Sleeps. Thanks for watching. If you want to support the show, buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash TCNN or become a patron at patreon.com slash True Crime Never Sleeps. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C.